What's going on, everybody? Another edition of Flobo Sound on Netflix. That's the show where you go into the deep of the archives of the Netflix library to find new and exciting and cool stuff. Uh, if you're probably listening to this on your favorite audio device, thank you so much. This show has a global reach. We reach about like 120 countries, which is pretty nice. And I appreciate each and every single one of you. If you're looking at my face right now, I'm sorry. You're probably watching this on YouTube, youtube.com slash voice. You know, a lot of shows, a lot of other content is on that channel. So make sure you check and peruse and take the time to go through and see what shows you like. You know, Flobo, uh, so on Netflix is only one of the shows there. We have the uh, Daily Departed, What's Up, Flobo, and What's Up, Lower After Hours, Draped in Gold, and, of course, Star Trek Talk on Commander's Log. Here's the deal. On this show, we've covered a lot of things. We've covered vampires. We've covered Jamie Foxx. And now in this one, we've got them together. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is in a new movie. This one's called The Day Shift or Day Shift. Let's take a look at the ratings here. IMDb gives it a 6.2 uh, out of 10, while Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 56%, which is pretty cool uh, because it's kind of similar. Usually I like to take one platform and uh, say one is more conservative than the other, which in this case is IMDb, but they're still saying that IMDb has a little bit higher rating there. Here's a movie that's pretty fun. It's it's vampires, it's it's lore, it's based in Southern California, which is if you live out here like I do, even if you visit it, you know it's all about sunshine, sun worship, and all of that jazz. So to have the dynamic of vampires where it seems to be sunshiny all the time is kind of a cool thing. One of the I just say inconsequential or consequential influences of this one is John Wick, the Keanu Reeves starer about the assassin because i feel like ever since that movie the original one was released there has been a real examination or re-examination of lore how do you present a world that gives you options to flourish on later this kind of goes back into building a franchise and well here's what you do it you have yourself a fantastic story which this story is pretty basic but it's enough to pull from vampires live amongst us they walk amongst us and there's different types different classes which was kind of mentioned in passing and there's there's always room to go back in there there are human beings that hunt these vampires of which our main character bud jablonski paid by jamie fox is and there are special characters and they are part of a union called the union or you could be a rogue hunter outside of the union almost like a scab bam that is your basic premise. The first movie itself is about a personal story. You know, Bud Jablonski's trying to get some cash so that he can pay for the braces and tuition of his daughter so they don't have to uh, pick up and move away. So it's a very linear story there. But I think the real impressive thing about Day Shift is that, again, if they want to do a sequel or spinoff or a prequel, they can because there's enough of that framework there that's hardly ever addressed. The five classes of vampires and the juvenile vampires being one of the classes was something that was cool and rapid fire, but definitely something I want to see explored later on. Then you have the idea of like these creatures living in an area, like I said, that's so hot and so sunshiny as in Southern California, what that means. And not to mention the legacy of the background story of our main uh, villainess trying to get a hierarchy of them living under 
her. So there's an idea of like nesting and a hierarchy and, and, and what the vampires are. Are they evil? Are they good? Only time will tell. But for me, I enjoyed it. Uh, there was a, well, it's not really a spoiler because it was on the poster. Snoop Dogg plays a character called Big J, which I'm not going to say give Snoop Dogg the Oscar, but I was floored about the range and the, the talent that Snoop Dogg had uh, there. I mean, I, he's improved so much as an actor. Granted, he's still playing Snoop Dogg. He's not like coming out here and being classically trained or doing anything Shakespearean, but he has definitely uh, shown his growth as a performer, even though I may always know him as Snoop Doggy Dog. Snoop Doggy Dog. Um, it is a loud, boisterous movie that it will play. It's perfect to play in an afternoon when you, or if you're like me growing up in the 90s or 2000s, where if a sports game was rained out or if you finished your chores and you really had nothing to do it's your day off you just want to uh, lay on the couch probably take a nap if you want or just probably chill out with your friends it's definitely what kind of thing it's loud it's violent it's funny um it's two hours long it doesn't it doesn't drag but i feel like the more i do these shows the more i feel like what's wrong with an hour and 40 minute film What's what's wrong with that, baby? Uh, but I would say it's definitely worth a watch. So going back to this, IMDb gives it a 6.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 56%. For me, I'm going to give it a 7. I'm actually going to go above IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, which never usually happens, but I'm going to go for it because I was thoroughly impressed. It was a lot more fun than Project Power, the last Jamie Foxx film, Netflix film. It does play with uh, fans of other vampire content and other fantastical content like Vampires in the Bronx or even Bright, the one that starred uh, Will Smith. There is a whole other layer of Southern California humor, which I understand because I've lived here for about 15 years, like how the Nazarian brothers ran all the vampires in Glendale. That, that to me is pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, but that's something that may be kind of weird. Or the fact that yogurt world in this world, uh, no pun intended, is actually Menchie's, which is a yogurt stand that was invented here in Southern California in Valley Village. So I had to look that up. Uh, so I thought it was pretty fun for those locals when it comes to that. Either way, check it out when you can. Uh, Day Shift, I'm sure there's going to be a part two or an animated series. It is ripe for franchise work. In fact, I can think of other stories right now if you really want to go into it. So if you guys are listening, producers, holla at your boy Flo Beto. <laughs> uh, that does it for me on this edition of Flo Bosado Netflix. I'll see you next time. <laughs>